She appeared about 50 yards to the right of where I stopped. A red light to change, a left turn away from the beginning of my drive home. Over her shoulder a bike, around her neck a flat inner tube, and in her hand a dismantled rim and tire. Her face was grimaced, and once having to carry my broken bike for three miles out of a mountain bike disaster of my own, I knew how she must have been feeling. Cold, tired, frustrated, in pain, and just wanting to be home. The light turned green as my gentleman set in. In my thoughts, an idea intended to help a co-cyclist. I slowly entered the intersection, one eye watching traffic, the other being Good Samaritan as she struggled across the street. She stepped on the sidewalk as I pulled into a church parking lot about 200 feet in front of her, thinking that by placing myself in eye's view and under a bright street light, I would surely be recognized as safe. Fifty feet away she was as I rolled down my window, and as she got to ear's distance, I muttered my first words, a phrase based in truest desire to assist, words that in my mind were meant to bridge to a comfortable introduction. This might sound a little freaky, I blurted out. What? Where in all heaven did those words come from flashed in the back of my head. I felt my skin turn bright red. My face warmed to a burn as before I could correct myself. Her response flew back at me. F off! Get the hell away from me, she screamed. I swallowed hard, a little sick in my stomach as the embarrassment flowed over me. Shamed by the fact that through my poor attempt at communication, I had just frightened the life out of another person. I put myself in her shoes as I listened to myself. This might sound a little freaky, a sentence that was so far away from what I was trying to say, and one that sounded all so dark and perverse. I sunk into the seat of my truck, crushed and speechless as I accepted the fact that I had unintentionally terrorized a woman. Her piercing reaction echoed in my mind as, with bike still on shoulder, she sprinted past the front of my vehicle, the entire time never taking her defensive eyes off me. I shifted into first gear, lifted the clutch, and with shaky hands entered back into the flow of traffic. I felt stupid and regretful, but that really didn't matter. I dug my own hole, my poorly composed reach out the cause of a most dreadful interaction. Needless to say, it was a long drive home, and as I entered the house, my wife could see that I was visibly upset. I told her the whole story, and even though she said, that given the same situation, she would have been just as guarded, she did offer this perspective. In her words, what could you have said differently? As a woman, I can tell you, there was no way you could have asked the question. Yes, your choice of words was unfortunate, but even if you asked in perfect form, it probably would have ended the same way. You were a stranger, alone, in a truck, on a dark street, at night. You had to make a choice to either ignore the situation or get involved at the risk of rejection or worse. And what really is terrible is that our society has gotten to the point that so many feel it is safer to just keep their mouth shut, to just turn a blind eye. It's sad that through what I meant to be a most innocent act of kindness, I had made someone else feel threatened. My heart broke that night, and I sincerely hope I did not traumatize an innocent stranger an impromptu moment that to this day the best I can do is find peace and forgiving myself, and as I do, to keep in my prayers a wish that my unknown neighbor is okay too. Yet I know what my intentions were, and although I will never have any perspective as to what she fully felt, nor will she ever know the motives for my reaching out to her, 
But there is a moral to be learned from the story. That is, the powerful impact we each have on one another in even the briefest of exchanges. And in that, may we all choose wisely.